now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Hopefully the holidays are treating you well. You're given the gift of aviation. It's the gift that keeps on giving, always the right size, perfect color. It's got you covered, if you haven't thought about it already. Gift certificate at a flight school, Discover Flight, covers all the bases. All right, so there you go. We got that out of the way. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe maybe uh, made someone like the light bulb just went off, Dennis, and they're like, "Oh, oh, yeah!" I could just give idea. everybody a coupon for yeah. a free airplane ride. Yeah, shopping's done. You can focus on uh, flying your plane again. And uh, now, look, we, we got some big news. Actually, it's kind of remarkable that there is so much happening in the aviation industry this week, despite the fact we're smack dab in the middle of the holidays. Usually. It is dead. Everybody just shuts down for the for the season and goes celebrate with their family and stuff. But man, it, we keep getting big announcements in the aviation world, which is uh, kind of interesting this year. Uh, one being that the folks at uh, Sun and Fun, you know, the spring break of aviation that happens in April of uh, 2024 there in Lakeland, Florida, that we always attend right down the road from us uh, here in uh, at headquarters in Orlando is uh, that they've made a major announcement for the 50-year anniversary of Sudden Fun by pulling out all the stops, bringing in uh, Trace Atkins and, what is it, Sarah Evans? Sarah Evans is a warm-up act to uh, kick off Sudden Fun this year. That is huge, if you're into country music, I guess, and like Trace Atkins, which I do. He's uh, he's quite a guy. Are you, are you a fan, Dennis, or what? Uh, I'm going to get yelled at by about half the country, but not a fan of country music. What? What no, is wrong with you? I don't like the twang. Really? I, well, I blame my school bus driver back in grade school. I was having to listen to the AM country station every morning, and now I just get a nervous tick anytime I hear a well, steel I'll, guitar and a twang. I'll tell you what, Trace Atkins is kind of a... Uh, I, he kind can of a be, big deal? Well, he, he's a big deal in country music, but he can be a gateway drug to country music if you're not familiar with it. Because I he kind of does was, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, no, no, Trace Atkins. Uh, he, he's kind of part of the group that kind of cross over it a little bit and, and does kind of some funny and uh, kind of rocking tunes too. So if you have kind of like a little bit of you know classic rock vibe in your background, you might you might be more you know in tune with Trace Atkins than you think you might be. Now that said. He has the voice of God. He's one of those country music guys. Like, what are you doing? I mean, he could like do this radio show way better than us. Because uh, he That's has not a very high bar, though, Greg. I think we've established well, that. True, but he has that big boomy uh, voice uh, that you hear. You've probably heard him on uh, uh, you know uh, TV commercials quite a bit too. So, but but he's and he has great great catalog of songs that I bet you. Even if you're not a fan of country music, Dennis, we're going to go to that show 
and you might get converted, my friend, because he has. Well, uh, I have AirPods, and they, I guess they're noise canceling, so we should be good. Oh, jeez, yeah, <laughs> keep an open mind, will you? Uh, then uh, Sarah Evans is the warm. I mean, this is a pretty good uh, bill. I mean, I was I was shocked to be honest, because that's that is a big uh, ticket concert. Uh, in the country world, for sure, and they're going to use that to uh, kick off the show at Sun and Fun. And, well, uh, and this April. is a new event for them because I don't recall them having you know major concerts. I Sun at uh, Oshkosh Air Venture, they they always had you know some big big concert usually on Monday nights, and then right. the Lieutenant Dan Band would play pretty much every year. Yeah, but, uh, well, they they used to do that at Sun and Fun. Every now and then they'd have a couple big, uh, you know, like you know, say like thirty eight special or something like that. Uh, back in the day, or you know, Molly Hatchet, or you know, some some band that would have some maybe loose ties to Florida, and they used to they they did have a, a few shows back in the day, but they haven't had them in a long time. So, uh, you know, they, they figured that we got to pull out all the stops for the 50 year anniversary. So Gene and the gang there at Sun and Fun have uh, contracted to bring Trace Atkins out. I think I just think it's awesome. I think that is a uh, awesome thing. It'll be a great way to kick off the show. It'll be interesting if it has as much of an impact as far as the ticket sales, because I think it's going to be a strong show regardless of uh, who, you know what concerts they bring in. But what a way to kick off the show. The people that go are going to be in for a treat, because, uh, I mean, I know, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a fan. I mean, I, I don't know every song he does, but I'll tell you, he is very entertaining, and uh, the people in for a treat that uh, go to that show to kick off Sun and Fun this year, or next year, I should say. And the best part is it's included in your admission, and they're not charging right. extra to come to the concert. So the $45 admission that gets you in for all the aviation goodness also gets you a full-blown concert at the I end of the love day. It. Yeah, yeah. So who knows what else uh, they got up their sleeve, but they're obviously uh, making big waves already uh, in the plan for Sun and Fun 2024. So plan accordingly. If you've been uh, you know, thinking about whether or not you should go or not, this might be the thing to put you over the fence. And like, yep, okay. Uh, I, I got to go to this one. Not only is it a 50-year anniversary, Trace Atkins and Sarah Evans, come on! Oh, and Just Plain Radio, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, you know, I'll be trying to convert Dennis into a country music fan, among many, many other things. So, Good luck. My yeah. wife's been trying to do that for years. Well, you, you just haven't had the right, uh, right music uh, presented to you, I bet. We'll see. We, we'll see. Because you're a rocker. You like rock, right? Oh yeah, classic well, rock. Well, I'm telling yeah. you, Trace Atkins has a lot of that type of stuff in his his catalog. It's not all twangy, like "Hey, am I lost my girlfriend and she got run over by a car?" Yeah, no, it's not like that. He he does like some pretty good stuff. Anyway, I digress. We'll deal with that. But you made next my year. point for me. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, they can't all sound as great as me. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, uh, some other big news though, uh, which this kind of caught me off guard. I don't know about you, Dennis, but, uh, they released a video on YouTube this week of, uh, of a plane. It's a, a, a caravan being flown remotely. And I, I guess it's coming out. Where were they exactly? Uh, it sounded like they were out West someplace landing this thing on a test, uh, uh, test airport or something, but but I, but the company is uh, remotely flying a grand caravan and uh, had the test flight and filmed the whole thing. And you can follow along and, you know, ride around with uh, the pilot down on the ground in some kind of like flight sim system. 
and flown uh, flew this plane uh probably i guess around the pattern but i was like wow that's that's pretty remarkable you know to take a grand caravan and like and and just have someone fly it 50 miles away uh that's that's pretty uh pretty unique and i i can see some interesting uh, applications in that regard what do you think yeah, I mean, this was a proof of concept. The company was Reliable Robotics, which I just get a kick out of the name. But their yeah. their robotic system is supposed to be more or less agnostic. It's not like a Predator drone, which, you know, they've been flying those remotely for years. Mm-hmm. But this, you could retrofit into almost any typical general aviation-type airplane and have yeah. it be remotely piloted. So I don't really see the, the benefit today of having a pilot in a box somewhere remotely flying the airplane unless you're trying to take it into some sort of a hostile environment or something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, take it to the next level and don't have the guy in the box and have their robotic automation flying that airplane. You know, like you and I were discussing, you could have it on a route between uh, Fort Lauderdale and Bimini going back and forth and just you know fill up all the seats and the airplane's just heading back and forth. Yeah. There you go. Don't, yeah. you, you know, you just saved yourself a pilot up front. That's an extra seat. You can put a passenger in, less weight. Yeah, that that's the future. That's it, it's EV interesting. Call. Yeah, yeah. You, the only thing it was missing was auto. I, You know, when I watched the video, I was waiting for them to pan around the camera in the cockpit and, and see, like, auto smiling back at the camera. But uh, they didn't uh, incorporate that into this robotic system that they uh, – you know, showed proof of concept for, but another uh, missed opportunity. Well, uh, maybe that'll be in the next version. We'll see. But look, uh, aviation industry not slowing down for the holidays. That's good, I think. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Boy, these gusty winds appear to be playing havoc with that giant nutcracker float. At this point, I can't even see the nuts. They must have blown away. Oh, 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 and the bottle of rum. Santa's run off to the Caribbean. He weakened the tropics and he'll be all right. Sporting a tan as he rides out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all. Good night. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain we'll Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. A lot going on in the uh, aviation industry this week, despite being smack dab in the middle of the holidays. And uh, we're trying to cover it accordingly. Uh, just last week, you may have heard they sentenced the guy who was the YouTuber who crashed his plane on purpose for clicks. Trevor and, Jacobs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was wondering if they were going to really do anything other than shame him to death. But sh- sure enough, he's going he's gonna to serve jail time. Is that what they're saying? Six months in federal prison. Wow. That's, that's serious. Yeah. I mean, and, could and it, the irony is, if he hadn't have done what he did and obstructed the investigation, I mean, this guy went and retrieved the wreckage, brought it to a hangar, cut it up, threw it away in multiple dumpsters at multiple locations. If he'd have done none of that, if he would have just said, yeah, I jumped out of the plane for clicks, right. he would have still probably lost his license. I guarantee you that would have done that. Yeah. But that probably would have been the end of it. But because he interfered with that investigation, destroyed evidence, etc., they threw the book at him, and yeah. good. You know, we well, don't need this type of YouTube crap. We no, want good we content on YouTube. Well, I don't know if we're going to get that. No, no right. that's too much to ask for. But <laughs> what was uh, I thinking? The fact that he, yeah, he was trying to cover up his uh, his tracks and his flight plan and all this kind of mess. And uh, you know, at first he played dumb, and then you know, you know, people started poking holes in his story. If, you know, initially it did work for him. I will give him that. For about <laughs> yeah. a week. Yeah. But then, you know, pilots kind of wised up. I'm like, wait a minute. Hey, this those are two up. fire extinguishers yeah. uh, packed under your suit. Exactly. Uh, you never tried to restart the engine. Uh, 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 and then they started looking into even more and realized that he swapped the engine on that airplane from earlier photos. Right. Uh, so it's very likely that he was, you know, selling off the better engine, put something crappy on there to cut his losses. and Yeah. Uh, I I am surprised, though, he's going to actually serve uh, jail time. Now, that's what he was sentenced to. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll serve six months, or what are they saying? Well, you know how that time off for good behavior, but he's still going to federal prison. So he'll get to meet Bubba and, you know, have some new friends. (laughs) Well, well, we'll uh, wait and see if he wants to put that on YouTube once he gets out. Uh, Has he been banned from YouTube, too, by the way? I wonder if he has. I wouldn't be surprised. 
He should I be. I would hope that they would do that, but, uh, you know, with YouTube and their algorithm, they ban people that are putting a good content and mm-hmm. then keep, you know, the questionable stuff. So, right. You know, did he generate a bunch of traffic for us? Did we make money off of it? Yeah, we'll keep him around. Mm-hmm. We will see. But yeah, let that be a, a message sent to the rest of the folks that if you're going to do this kind of thing, you better keep it on the up and up. Uh, they're not going to cut you any slack. Yeah, don't if, lie to the feds, yeah, period. That's not a good sign or a good plan uh, by any stretch. Okay, uh, we, we do got another uh, interesting story that we were talking about just, a, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago. We were alluding to this possibility, and sure enough, it came out. It's official. Vans Aircraft is filing for bankruptcy. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? How, what is this going to do? What is this going to mean to that community of uh, home-built airplane, uh, airplanes and stuff? In the short term, it's really not going to mean much. Um, there, yeah. There's a lot of people digging into you know what's happening, but people that have kits on order and have put deposits in, yeah. um, they're being told, you know, you're going to have to accept price increases on these kits, even though you've got a contract or you are going to lose your deposits. So people are going to make some decisions. People are going to take it uh, poorly, I'm sure. There's mm-hmm. going to be some complainers out there. But yeah. at the end of the day, that's still the largest kit company out there. They're right. one of the bigger innovators in the market. They'll they'll do okay. They're going to come out of this all right on the backside, and that's what Chapter 11 is there to do. But they're, they're just you know really kind of hit that perfect storm. And I think the biggest problem was when they switched to the laser-cut um, parts. Yeah, that is start you know started showing up that people were seeing cracking and things like that, and they're assuming that it's probably heat related from the laser cutting process instead of the old punch technique. And unfortunately, Vans is now out of goodwill, having to replace all those parts at no cost. So there's that, and also trying to produce you know new kits. And so a lot of this is it's just kind of piling up on them that all of this customer support issues and things like that. And uh, you know here's a here's a, a free pass from the government to get out of jail and you know reset and start over so well we'll see i make the best of it i do you know you no one wants to see anybody uh you know go under for sure and hopefully you know if they restructure this they can survive the the storm this financial storm and and reset things but of course that leaves uh current owners and like you said people that have stuff in the pipeline uh in limbo in, in a little bit. I mean, it may not initially mean much, but down the road, and obviously overall, it is never good when this kind of thing happens, any way you look at it. But there's no alternative. There's no one even remotely close to them in that uh, space, is there? No, not not anybody that's putting out the volume of kits that they are. And because of that, uh, they have built quite an industry around Vans Aircraft. Yeah. And there was a couple of uh, companies that, you know, they built their their entire business was built around selling tools and accessories to Vans Aircraft customers. Mm -hmm. And there was a couple of uh, petitions that went out on YouTube from some of these companies going, hey, we know that things are rough at Vans, but if you're buying a kit, maybe if you want to think about buying your tools now uh, before the first of the year to kind of help get us through so that we can survive while Vans figures out what they're doing, there's been you know quite a bit of that where these small businesses really were kind of built around being able to, t- you know, tag along with right. the kit deliveries and things like that. And it's mm-hmm. affecting, you know, more than just one business right now. Yeah. Now, in their press release of this, have they, what have they said exactly about uh, how this is going to affect things in the near future? Have they, well, do we have a quote from the company or? 
Well, I know Richard did put out a video. I have not watched it yet because this is all still, you know, relatively new and didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have a chance to really watch it. But, right. uh, you know, with any Chapter 11, it's a chance to basically get relief from your creditors, re- you know, basically redo your business and start over. And we'll, uh, you know, like I said, they're going to come out okay on the backside of this, I'm sure. Well, he- Kits are still going to be the, delivered, uh, but price increases are going to be out there across yeah. the board. Here's the official quote. The purpose of Chapter 11 filing is to allow Vans to continue to provide ongoing support for its customers, suppliers, and employees for many years to come. We understand that the situation creates hardship for everyone involved. However, without these chan- uh, changes... Uh, we do not see a viable path forward that would allow Vans Aircraft to remain in business and support its customers. So that's what the uh, announcement says about the Chapter 11 bankruptcy announcement, and hopefully uh, that'll be the truth. And we'll have to wait and see, and they'll uh, be better for it in the long run. And and everyone will weather this storm uh, accordingly. We wish them the best. And if you have a Vans Aircraft, just keep flying it. It's still plain, still works. That's all that matters, right? That's right. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Aloha. Captain Dennis, we're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information during this holiday season. Okay, so uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago with Tom Haynes. Uh, he was saying how AOPA has a plane right now that they're flying uh, around the country with uh, 100 low lead in one wing and what what's in the other? The the alternative fuel? that 100 unleaded aha so the the gammy 100 ul is in the left engine and they're running the right engine on 100 low lead so we can get a practical demonstration and be able to compare two identical engines on the same airframe at the same time yeah and they're going to put this in well they're using it in real world situations 
and yep. uh, they're going to you know gather all the data and see if there's a, a big problem you know develops or if it runs smoothly. That'll be good for everybody eventually, I think. I hope. Yeah, exactly. There's been a limited number of pilots being done. Uh, I think University of North Dakota was experimenting with uh, Swift Fuel, their UL94, which is basically 100 low lead without the lead additive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the testing was was uh, basically aborted up there. They were seeing some issues with valve wear, but it's a completely different fuel with the GAMI. So we're going to have to see GAMI's putting some other additive in there to make up for the removal of the lead. So maybe that will you know, wear differently or better than the, the uh, unleaded option. So right. it, it's going to be nice because it's it's flying around in a Beechcraft Bonanza with two brand new engines. So you can compare both of them uh, in an identical flight profiles and yeah. I think gather a lot of information over the next year or so as they do this test. Well, it, that'll be good. Now, I, I did also see Virgin Atlantic announced a big uh, flight from, well, across the pond, I think back to the U.S. or something. I, they flew, and it was all on, was that uh, no lead, or what was the fuel they were using in that? It was in the, the jets, it. it's yeah. a SAF, a sustainable aviation fuel. Ah. So basically, it's Jet A that's derived not from dead dinosaurs, but instead from used French fry grease mm-hmm. or corn, corn or soybean. Yeah. Ethanol type stuff. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A renewable resource. Right. And they were, you know... Uh, blowing their horn pretty big about that one, which is, I mean, I guess that's good too, in a sense, depending on how you look at it. So, you know, we're we're making some strides in that, you know, uh, area to get rid of the lead on one hand or coming up with new ways to uh, have sustainable carbon. Yeah, Yeah. have sustainable fuel sources. But ultimately, it's going to be electric vehicles. And, uh, you know, I think what we're still in that time frame where we're kind of between the two. And we're going to have to come up with those solutions uh, before we can, you know, get a good viable option for electric because it's still too early. But they are making some progress in that regard, too, right? But- yeah, they are. I mean, the, the big challenge with electric airplanes, a pure electric, is the battery density just isn't there. I mean, the amount of energy in a gallon of fuel way surpasses anything that we have in the current battery technology. So, right. you know, what we're looking at right now is like uh, Dyer, um, they have their EcoPulse demonstrator, which is a hybrid powertrain. It's using a conventional turboprop along with a very large alternator to recharge a battery pack. And it has six electric motors that are on the wings. So for takeoff, this thing doesn't need to have as large of an engine to be able to get the, the, the load up into the air and up to speed because it's got six electric motors that can tap a battery. And then in cruise, the smaller engine can still maintain the normal um, speeds of the need for cruise flight and recharge the battery pack. Hmm. So it's kind of a, an interesting approach. Um, and I think that this will give them some real-world testing on how the electric motors and batteries and powertrains and you know, things like the descent, even they could recover power in their descent to recharge the batteries by just letting the propellers windmill. So Interesting. there's a lot of, lot of stuff that's, you know, going to be applied. And again, it's not going to replace fuel entirely. We're still going to need it if to get the range that we want. Well, that's kind and, of a hybrid type system, right? Compared mm-hmm. to going full electric. So the, the uh, electric motors are going to be used mostly for takeoff when they need the extra juice, you think? Right. And then yep, that's uh, exactly the plan. Gotcha. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, in theory, just talking about it, like, okay, I can see how that might work. What do you think? 
No, I mean, I drive a hybrid car and it gets better mileage than, you know, any pure internal combustion car because from when you stop, it's recovering the energy from your motion, putting it back into the battery so that when you start back up, the electric motor gets you back up to speed and it's kind yeah. of a, a wash. Right. So much more efficient. And they're doing this something similar here with the airplane as well. You know, if you go with a pure electric airplane like the Pipistrel, I mean, mm-hmm. that's great, but the battery capacity is enough for about one hour. Right. Well, you know, you're not going to go very far with that. And there are certain use cases. They're looking at that with uh, converted caravans and beavers on floats up in the Pacific Northwest where they have maybe a 20-minute flight from an airport to some, you know, some resort or something like that. That yeah. might work, but those use cases are few and far between until we can get you know, three to four hours of battery range, we're not going to see an all-electric airplane right. as but being truly practical. The biggest amount of fuel burn is on takeoff, by far, isn't it, in general? It, per hour, at a rate, yes, short-term. But if you look at, like, the Mooney, just because mm-hmm. I know the numbers, right. on takeoff, I'm burning 16, 17 gallons an hour right. for about five minutes right. until I can get up to altitude. Yeah, Maybe 20, 30 minutes maximum that I would be at that wide open. But the whole time I'm climbing, I'm bringing the fuel back. So by the time I reach 10,000 feet, I'm down to 10 gallons an hour, which is my cruise. Right. Well, But so, that's my point. If you're using the electric motors for that per- portion of your flight, you are really maximizing the efficiency of that system. Uh, because then once you get up to cruising speed, you switch over to the, uh, to the gas-powered engine. Or, you know, uh, AV uh, or Avgas-fueled uh, engine and, and let that handle the cruising while the propellers, like you said, they, they can start regenerating uh, energy at that point. You just turn them off. I mean, that's how I'm thinking they're what they're doing with this, you think? Yeah, that's, that's basically what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, if they can take this and adapt it to other airframes as well, I mean, you could be taking a look at an airplane like my Mooney with a 200-horsepower engine. It needs 200 horsepower to take off and climb. Mm-hmm. At cruise, though, you're flying at 60 to 75%. Right. So what if you were to put in a smaller power plant in the first place, something like a Rotax that has maybe a turbocharger that at most can put out 130 horsepower? Yeah. That's probably still making more power at altitude than my normally aspirated engine. It's smaller, it's lighter, it burns less fuel. Mm-hmm. And then you augment that with some electrics and a, and a battery pack so that on your descent, you're recharging the battery pack so that you can take back off again. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's even at cruise, you don't even have to descend to re, uh, recharge. Well, you wouldn't, you well, wouldn't yeah. want to do that in cruise because it's going to tap um, speed and power. It's going to mm. need, you know, it's adding drag to generate that power. Well, yeah, so true. You wouldn't want that. You'd want to take advantage of in the descent, you know, basically using it like a speed brake and you'd recover energy from your descent. Yeah. Back into the battery pack. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, if you have props on there on these little motors, are you going to have that extra drag anyway? I mean, how? Feather them. Feather them? Yep. You you can basically, the blades can go so they're pointed with the uh, sharp end forward instead of flat. And now they're, you know, putting out minimal drag. Interesting. All right. And maybe that's what they're doing on this one, or do you know if the blades. Uh, I haven't looked specifically. I don't know if it does. I mean, from the pictures, it looks like it might be a three-blade setup, and they may not be too concerned about that right now. But Mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, something with lower horsepower, smaller or lower speeds, that might become more critical. Yeah. Well, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, in theory, it makes a lot of sense. I I, I mean, I get it. And I'm not exactly the brightest bulb in the group there. So if I get it, sounds like a pretty easy solution to a 
what you think a much more complicated problem that maybe may may not be. This might well, be think the about ticket. the redundancy you gain now too. Yeah. So true. what happens if that piston motor, you know, shells out on takeoff? Right. Well, you got about You've got five six electric minutes. motors to yeah. give you a few extra minutes to get back to the airport. Right. Maybe. Almost as good as a parachute. Maybe. All right. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Okay, Rudolph. Full power! This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. And now we are joined by RV Tom, whose ears were burning, because we were talking about uh, Vans Aircraft announcing their uh, filing for bankruptcy uh, earlier on in the show. So uh, I wondered where he was. Were you uh, crying, or what were you doing? Uh, drowning your sorrows and some booze or something, or how how are you handling this uh, news? There, RV Tom, what do you think? Well, you're half. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little bit hoarse. Just got off my motorcycle. Oh. Actually, um, I, I did have a a, a I went to this place over in uh, Coco yeah. called Pints and Pistols, and I, I met with a friend of mine, Captain John. He's a former captain on a Disney cruise ship. Yeah. And he's getting ready to head back to the UK. He's now a a pilot that brings uh, boats into the harbor over in the UK. Hmm. And uh, anyway, it's a place called Pints and Pistols, and you can you can buy guns and ammunition, go shooting at the range, and then when you're done, they they put this armband on you. Yeah, and then uh, you can go over to the uh, and have a pint. So we got a I got a Philly cheeseburger, which was actually pretty good, and a pint or two or. Or, or three so, or uh, four. You're, you're not flying today, obviously. I am not well, I, he's I, not I, shooting I, anymore either. I'm not shooting <laughs> anymore. Not. So then, uh, so I had a good time. I got to catch up. He went on a, on a cruise with me last week for my big seven O birthday. So uh-huh. he's back okay. to UK. So we just had some, got to shoot, uh, you know, about a hundred rounds of, uh, some good two, two threes and some nine millimeters and forties. And yeah. um, came on back. All right. So anything to get your mind off the news. That uh, Vans has filed for a bankruptcy because that's not good for you. You have an RE9 and you just well, got yeah. it all fixed and everything. And then they, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but now it's official. Uh, do you think this will affect you at all? Or, I mean, were you drowning your sorrows and coming up with a distraction or were you just entertaining yourself? <laughs> Actually, what Vans did by going to Chapter 11, that's a very smart move. It, 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 turned, it keeps, the, keeps the lawyers and the attorneys off their back. It yeah. gives them a chance to get a second breath and uh, reorganize okay. and move forward. It's actually a very good, smart move. And when you say bank, bankruptcy, you know, I, I worked for an airline before my last airline. It did bankruptcy uh, right after 9-11. And what it does is turns off. You don't have to start paying your bills. It gives you a chance to get a breath and catch up, get your head above water, right? And move on. Now they're going to do well. I mean, they're they're pumped. They're putting out the kits. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're trying to get order to get the web their uh, web page all back up on online. They're revamped with the new prices on there. I think mm-hmm. it's a good 
good, smart move. And uh, Mr. The man himself and his wife, they contributed several million dollars back into the company. So that shows you right there how much confidence he has in his, in his company. I think it's a smart move. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you, your plane's already done. So you're, you're pretty much good for now. It's the people that might have something in the pipeline that are probably going, oh, gosh, what's this mean? Uh, probably a little bit more panicked about it. But like you said, it'll probably come out of this pretty well. It just, uh, you know, kicks the uh, financial wolves away from the door. So uh, they, like you said, can catch their breath, restructure things a little bit, and just get back on track, right? That's what you're thinking, too. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, during, during the COVID, it was like a perfect storm. Uh, you know, they... In, in a good way for the company, in a bad way. They had so many people that they were confined to their house and hangars and couldn't go anywhere. So, hey, let's buy an airplane and start right. building airplanes. So they start building these kits. Then they tried to increase production. And then they went to the laser cutting instead of the, the punching them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then when the, the so-called stuff hit the fan, you know, to hear this recently with the, you know, they kept the old prices and then the new prices. Like, good example, the RV uh, 12. The little two seater with the Rotex, that's going up about fifty thousand dollars in price. So, mm. so multiply that times the RV ten and fourteen and the other airplanes. Everything's got to take a big jump. And and when you think about it, the uh, the price of an experimental airplane, the kit is not the when you talk the engine and avionics. That's where the big money's coming into. That's that's the airplane is less than one third the price. When you get you know a hundred thousand dollar engine and a fifty thousand dollar avionics package and everything else associated with it, it's not that bad compared to everything else. Yeah. Okay. Well, here I thought this was uh, was going to start off really poorly when he mentioned guns and booze at the beginning of this. <laughs> I thought this is going in a very bad direction. But RV Tom has a pretty positive uh, outlook on the situation uh, with our uh, with Van. So that that's good. I, I'll take that as a win. Then we'll see where it goes. All right, we just have a couple uh, minutes left here in the big show today, and uh, but there is a couple stories we got to address uh that we haven't talked to uh what it was a couple weeks ago i think maybe even a little bit more than that a whale uh it was interfering with a runway how is this possible dennis where was well, this it, so it's up in washington state it's actually just west of seattle on the coast and it's kind of a unique airport because it's charted but it's a sand runway hmm Okay. So uh, runway one four three two. It's I mean it's not. It's literally on the beach. Right. The problem is they had a fin whale pass away, and the carcass washed up on shore with the tides. And you know the tides rise and fall, and it can move the carcass. And they're concerned that it may interfere with the landing area. So there's actually a notum out for that airport to see and avoid the whale carcass uh, uh, as you land on avoid on nature's the strip. speed bump uh, because right. that's not going to work well for. For planes, and, and yeah. you know, we've all seen the uh, the footage from the '80s where they tried to use dynamite to remove a whale carcass from a beach, and oh, I think they learned their lesson that we're not going to do that again. And what have, are you talking uh, about? That's great YouTube video. That's viral yeah. uh, stuff right there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that that's uh, they've obviously taken care of it by now. It's been a few weeks yeah. now, hasn't it? So well, it just depends how many seagulls were out there. Well, there's that. Maybe some crabs. Maybe they had a big old barbecue. Save the airport. Eat a whale. I don't know what they do in that. Save cave. a whale, harpoon a fat dude, something like that. What? I, I don't know that saying, but uh, but yeah, that's one thing. And maybe on a more positive note, we have a story 
uh, is kind of reverse to of what we typically cover when it comes to smaller airports being shut down. And this was in Texas or where? Conroe, Texas, north yeah. of Houston. There is a brand new airport that just opened. So kind of the polar opposite of what we've been seeing elsewhere. I mean, because yeah. it's kind of sad this week we lost an airport in Canada. Uh, the Buttonville Airport, which was privately owned, was closed this week so that developers can build new warehouses. Yeah, unfortunately. Isn't that important in yeah. Toronto? We, we need more warehouses. So mm-hmm. uh, we lost one there, but you know, thankfully in Conroe, Texas, they took a uh, an old crop duster strip that had been basically abandoned from the 70s and turned it into a state-of-the-art airport, 3,100-foot uh, lighted runway hangars, and plans to build a lot more around it. So initially... It's being purpose-built for a flight school that's going to deal with uh, foreign, I think, Chinese um, and other foreign students, but uh, also available for any general aviation pilot that wants to fly in. So there's a brand-new airport just north of Houston. Yeah, and Check you don't have out. to worry about whales. Yeah, uh. it's uh, Chenault Field. It's named after uh, uh, General Chenault, who founded the Flying Tigers, if you remember those uh, guys pre-World War II, the Flying Tigers over in China, the guys with the P-40s with the shark mouths and things yeah. like that. Okay. Yep. So it's named in his honor. All right. Well, that sounds pretty good. It sounds like another uh, potential location where you could fly uh, your Mooney over to. They got a- I could. They got a, they got burgers on the probably got a new restaurant over there to check out. Oh, there's probably seven or eight barbecue joints. It's Texas, right? So, exactly. So you know, uh, and it's Houston. My family uh, recently relocated to the Austin Round Rock area, so that would be uh, you know not that far out of my way on a cross country to visit family. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. What What do you think? Are you doing any uh, holiday flying yourself, RV Tom, uh, for Christmas? Are you gonna uh, pop down to Key West, or do you know yet? Actually, I'm flying uh, my former airline out to Phoenix, Arizona. My my cousin's out there, and she's having a house built, or it is built, in Flagstaff. So mm, okay. I'm going out to Phoenix on the uh, 21st, and then I'll be there a few days before. And then uh, we'll have the Flagstaff, spend Christmas at Flagstaff, and be back before New Year's. All so right. Well, first. that sounds like a plan. A commercial flying, it still counts. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the the uh, Just Plane Radio crew uh, together, too, here over the holidays. That's the plan. Connect down there in Key West. You'll hear about it on the big show. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning, learning to fly. To fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.